Do you know who's sitting closest to you? Many of you do. Maybe most. Some people don't know anyone, and nobody, I dare say, knows everyone. But it's been like that for a while, hasn't it? Go back to our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. St. Luke tells us that there in the upper room, after the ascension of our Lord, as we marked on this past Thursday, they gathered in the upper room. We know the names of some of them. Peter, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude. The eleven remaining apostles. We know that Mary was there. But we also know that there are others. Some of the women we know that the brothers of the Lord, that, that word that mean, could mean, well, stepbrothers, it could mean cousins, could just mean relatives. We don't know much about them. We sure don't even know their names. They're not known. And yet they were gathered. They were united in this common place. As we commonly, as we weekly come here to the upper room. Jesus had gathered in that upper room on Holy Thursday and gave the gift of the Holy Eucharist to those his first priests. And sometimes we can start thinking, yeah, yeah, it's about the priest. But there's so much more to the church. Hmm. The gospel is all about being known. The Father knowing us. We being known by the Father. We had our first Holy Communion today. And in doing so, two of the first communicants brought up the the bread and wine. We haven't gotten into a regular habit of doing that in the post-COVID era, but it's a beautiful image, right? Not only a photo op, which was sweet, but, but the rich image of the bread and the wine. Of course, that's what we use at the altar, but those individual grains of wheat ground down, united in water, baked, the individual grapes crushed, united, fermented. In those two elements, we are given a symbol of what it is that we are to be as the church. We might not know the name of the other grain of wheat. We might not know the name of the other grape. But we are to be united. We are to be baked together. We are to be united in the waters of baptism. And then heated with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Given, yes, that will mark on Sunday at Pentecost. But in a particular way given to us. In the sacrament of confirmation. What about those grapes? They're fermented, right? The spirit. Even use that term, right? The spirit. But both, first, are ground and crushed. St. Paul speaks to us in our second reading today of the sufferings, of the blessed sufferings for the faith. How often do we think of our sufferings as blessed? Not all sufferings are, and it's for good reason that some... We pushed back on. But in particular, whenever we suffer 
for the faith. Whenever there was that other thing that you had this evening that you could have done, and you chose to be here. But those are the easy ones. What about the, the mockery for the faith? What about so many today around our world who not only receive mockery, but physical persecution, violence? Whatever the form of it that it takes, it's a little bit more of being united with the one who was ground, who was crushed, who poured out his life for us that we, that we might have life. And how so? Go back to the gospel. It's about being known, but it's also about glory. The glory of the Lord. Father, the hour has come. Give glory to your Son so that your Son may give glory, may give you the glory. Back and forth, back and forth. This relationship between the Father and the Son is the source of glory. We don't use that term very much anymore, do we? Something is glorious. A couple of years ago, I was out on the ski mountain in Titus, skiing with some friends. And at the top of the peak, it was just one of these days. The sun was shining, the blue skies, the puffy clouds. The conditions were perfect. And I just said, this is glorious. And Darcy stopped and said, are you a priest? I said, yeah, yes, I am. Why? He said, no one else says things like that. What do you mean? He says what? He says, it's glorious. Yeah, but it is. When was the last time you stopped and noticed? I think we need it more so. The glory of a beautiful day as today is, to be sure. The glory of our faith, the glory of the Holy Eucharist poured out for us. And yes, even the glory of that person next to you. Maybe he's known to you. Maybe he drove you crazy earlier today. Maybe he's driving you crazy right now. Or maybe it's a complete stranger. The Lord desires to unite us in his holy communion, to be known by him, and that we might enter into his glory.